Switched On on F104 and I'm joined by playwright and performer Katie Honan. Hello. Hi, how are you? Very good. Thank you so much for joining us. So your one woman show, How to Fall Flat on Your Face, premiered or previewed last night. How did that go? Yeah, great. I mean, because we had our initial premiere in Waterford's Gartley and Arts Centre last year, and this is our Dublin premiere mm-hmm. now in Project Arts Centre, uh, we we were just really excited to get in front of an audience again, you know, because we know the show, we had one week's re-rehearsal last week, so we were buzzing just to kind of bounce off an audience again last night. Okay. So yeah, it went really well, lovely, positive response. So yeah, thanks for everyone for joining us last night for our first First go at it in Dublin. Very exciting altogether, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, no, it's really exciting. I mean, the whole team loves the show, you know, and we loved building it together, even though it's a one woman show. There is a team of about almost 10 of us behind it. Wow. Um, so being back in the space with their designers and director and creatives has been a real joy. Um, and we've just loved kind of creating and making together again so looking forward to opening now tonight so tell us a little bit about the show so yeah the show is called how to fall flat on your face Mm -hmm. and it is about a girl called anna who falls flat on her face and ends up alone in a london hospital corridor waiting her mind wanders between past and present and the audience ultimately discover how she came to be there in that moment and how she fell flat on her face So the set itself is a hospital waiting area Mm -hmm. in which the audience sit and they get to see her mind unraveling and see how she came to be there. So, you know, how did Anna fall and will she find her way home or her her home being Ireland? Where does your inspiration come from, I suppose, for this one in particular? Yeah, so uh, this is actually my debut play as a writer. Um, I've written a number of plays since, since How to Flatten Your Face and working on new projects but this was actually my debut and I've always wanted to write but just when you're gigging as an actor you don't always find that time Mm -hmm. but then lockdown actually gave me that space and time to write but uh, a number of years ago I moved to London did a bit of a London stint and within two months of living there I fell flat on my face literally and ended up alone in a London hospital corridor waiting myself and sitting in that space in a city that is not your own with a broken face uh, ultimately was the initial inspiration but then the story of Anna is a fictional story her uh, her life and uh, and her experiences are fictional but I was interested in that moment of waiting you know in a yeah. hospital corridor and where does the mind wander when you wait yeah and the silence that you have to deal with while you're sitting there absolutely that's really interesting that you say that because Last year, when we when we performed in Waterford, a lot of people, even though it is a one person play, there's a lot of text and dialogue mm-hmm. to get the story moving and going. But there's a lot of silence, exactly like you've said. And a lot of people having seen the show picked up on that, said that was very interesting. That's a very interesting part of it. And I think we all can connect to that to a certain degree of sitting in a waiting area and that silence and that vulnerability and that uncertainty about what's next, you know. Mm. So, yeah, that was definitely an inspiration for the building of this, both the text itself and driving the story, but also the silence and that vulnerability that we can create for an audience. And with it being your debut, did I suppose, did you put pressure on yourself or did you find pressure to kind of put something together? 
Well, yeah, it kind of ke- like came quite organically in that I wrote an initial draft, which was called, or my first draft, which was called How to Become a Superhero in Seven Days. Excellent. And then I went on a drafting process and it became How to Fall Flat on Your Face. So, um, yeah, so I started working with my sister dramaturg, Laura Honan, started going through drafts. And I think by the third draft, I thought, oh, I think I have something here, you know. Mm-hmm. And then from then it was, how do we make it happen? So, you know, getting in touch with people about funding and then ultimately the big arts council application, put that together in the team. And then we were awarded the funding and got to have our premiere in Waterford last year. And now we've rolled on from the success of that to be in Dublin. It must be quite nice from the initial draft, kind of, as you said, building it and working it towards what it is now. Did you feel it was going to turn out how it did? Yeah, actually, in in you in a big way, yes. You know, yeah. like so, it's kind of weird walking into the theater and going, "Oh, you know, your vision is in front of you." You know, <laughs> um, so there's a lot of things that are how I thought they would play out, but there's a lot of things that have changed. But that's having a good team with you to kind of go, "Oh, well, I thought I saw it this way," or in the initial, I saw it one way, but actually, you've created something even better. You know, Excellent. so. Be it the you know the lighting design and the set design, the sound and direction. You know we have our team: Lou Kernahan, Deirdre Dwyer, Jamie Beamish, and Owen Byrne, our creative team to make something quite unique. Uh, you know to find the vulnerability and the realistic nature of what a hospital waiting area is, but also a, a theatrical twist on that. You know, mm-hmm. um, like jerky, disjointed sound and. Uh, fluorescent lighting to create you know a kind of almost like oppressive sense within within the space and within the hospital you know so things like that as in we want to have it quite uh, rooted in reality of what that waiting area would be but also have a theatrical twist on it to make it exciting and visually exciting for an audience so some things you know similar to you know what I would initially see in the project to be but it's totally shifted into something so much greater and that's to do with the team for sure. See, that's the thing. I think once more people come on board and there's more ideas and as you say, people's, you know, thoughts and ideas and everything that comes into it, it does grow that and it's a nice space to be in. Just in that creative area and collaboration is always nice. Well, yeah, because you have a seed of an idea and Mm. that's your seed. But then when you connect to a people that are fantastic and that you trust and everyone respects each other in the room, that seed just flourishes into something so much greater, you know, and that's certainly what's happened for us on this project. And when you find those connections and that gelling of a team, it's just a joy, you know, that's where you do it, you know, that's where you, you do the long hours and, and you do the grind as, you know, for those kinds of experiences. And that's definitely what this is, this show has been for us. Yeah. And of course the show deals with um, real life issues as well, which would also promote that whole connection and bringing people together. And even how we were mentioning earlier on the silence, like we all know that silence when you're sitting and waiting. So it must be a nice space to build. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, it explores mental health and body image to a point, you know, the play and particularly like looking at our absolute want and need for perfection. Yeah. You know, that there's, a you know, there's part of me, I will admit that I've experienced that at a high level in my life. And the realization of that and knowing when a search for perfection is useful and when it's unuseful. 
is something that I find quite interesting, you know, and and this character, she is obsessive about most things, Mm -hmm. you know, and we see that escalate to an extreme level. And, you know, the result is, you know, what happens in this person's life, Anna's life, the leading character of the play, which I won't ruin for you if you're coming <laughs> to see it. Uh, but yes, yeah, I, I think a lot of us would connect to that sense of everything needing to be right, but ultimately everything being so unright because, you know, that chase for perfection is not realistic on many occasions, you know. So in that way, I believe that it is a very accessible play for many people. And I think people would have a strong connection to a lot of the themes in it. You know, there's love, home, family within the play being explored. And although it does deal with heavy topics, it is definitely a funny and dark deep dive into mm-hmm. those into those topics. It was lovely last night having the balls and the laughs and the theatre and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then the play takes a total twist. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so really excited to just bring it to more audiences now in Dublin over the over the coming weeks. Yeah, so How to Fall Flat on Your Face is on in the Products Arts Centre from the 8th to the 18th of November. Katie Honan, thank you so much for chatting to us. Oh, thanks a million. Lovely, lovely to be with you.